0: This is the Alpaca Podcast, for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. Welcome, all you lovely alpaca people, to the Alpaca Tribe Podcast. You are really welcome, and thank you for lending me your ears for a while. I hope you enjoy it, and if you do, please pass it on to a friend, someone in your family, or a stranger you meet in the street. Everyone ought to have alpacas in their life. What did you think when Joe Phelan shared with us the other week about building a business with his alpacas? As he started slow and with much thought and preparation, and then grew slow, steady, and continuously to doing what he's doing now, it can feel a bit intimidating. That's okay. You are not him, and you don't have to be, but you are you, and you can be more what you want to be. How might things change and develop for you on your alpaca journey? What would you really like to see happen in 2020? Now is a good time to reflect and consider, and then plan and start stepping forward into the future you want. You don't have to wait for January the 1st for a New Year resolution. As we know to our cost, they are fraught with failure and disappointment, often before the end of January. What if it could be different, and you could join with others on their Alpaca journey for support, knowledge, and friendly prodding forward? It could be just the right time for you to be part of the Alpaca Tribe. We are here working to see confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas. Join with us as part of the Alpaca Tribe. Details to follow very soon as we launch our new membership. Use the link on the website to register your interest. com slash join We can find ourselves with quite a few bills linked to keeping alpacas. Let me say up front it is absolutely great if you want to keep alpacas because you want to keep alpacas, because you just love them. Absolutely fine. You don't need my permission to keep them as pets, as a hobby. Just go for it. However, there are things you can do that will allow you to at least cover some of your expenses without building a big business it's up to you. There are so many options. And Joe said he had now identified about 50 different income streams. Outstanding. And did I say intimidating? But okay, so let me throw out a few ideas, and more by way of encouragement, rather than you should do this. Let me know what your ideas are, and what has landed and worked for you. Email steve at alpacatribe.com. Or use the Speakpipe link in the show notes or the website to talk to me, or at least send me a voice message or a question. First area, let's think about fleece. What have you got to hand? What are you doing with it? What about felting some of it, either wet or dry, i.e. needle felting, to make some unique Christmas tree or house decorations? Do it with the kids or get some friends round for a felting party. You can almost guarantee that they will have never been to one of those before. Unless you have the same friends as me. Ah, joking. You can use them yourself, you can give them as gifts, you can sell them at a Christmas market. Look out your local Dyer's Spinners and Weavers guild. At least in the UK, you may have something similar where you are. Offer to sell them some bags of raw fleece for them to work their magic with. While we're on the gift tack, have you got some great photos, say 12? You could turn this into a calendar. Various places, local print shops and online, will turn your digital photos into something for the wall for the whole year. And let's talk bags of manure. Alpaca poo. It is being produced all of the time, and you can feed your own garden and vegetable plot, but... Also make it available for others to buy, too. You could even reuse the feed bags to pack it up for people to collect. I've seen photos of large cucumbers attributed to the special nature of composted alpaca poo. I know it suits my garden well, and obviously other people too. The final idea to throw out for this episode is having visitors. If you have alpaca-related produce to sell, you can bring the customers to you rather than going out looking for them. If you have space, you could host a winter fair and collaborate with some other local alpaca owners, or maybe have a farm open day. Here in the UK, there is Open Farm Sunday in June, a national initiative with a website full of helpful ideas and practical help. You might want to check out previous episodes, Planning a Farm Open Day in episode 34, and we spoke with Brian Scheiber of Purely Alpaca and Choice Alpaca Products, based in California, in episode 36. With a listen. There is the option of walking with alpacas, which is proving very popular and successful venture if set up well. I'm going to come back to that in a future episode. So, as they say, watch this space. In our case, we've been offering special alpaca experiences to small groups of people, not more than six, to come and spend time among the alpacas. It is more of walking among the alpacas, and sometimes we have to go find them because they wandered off. It works well for all ages, though there is generally a helpful self-selection effect so we don't get too many really young children. The crowd of alpacas around you can feel a little intimidating as they appear to loom over you, if you're a small one, when they're milling around being fed. We just adjust accordingly and offer a bespoke visit from a selection of options to cope with ages, mobility and the weather, as well as specific interests. For example, some really want to see the workshop and talk fleece. Others enjoy the coffee and homemade cake. The alpacas seem to enjoy the visitors and the stimulation of something new happening. They have learnt the routines of visits and often congregate by the building where we start and finish, so they are best placed to be first in line when it is their feeding time. With their excellent long-distance vision, they don't miss much and will watch out for our approach with great interest. They are out loose, so they only join in as much as they want to. Sometimes the older stud males will hear me call them down and take a look, so I know they've heard me, and then decide it's not their normal feeding time, so I must be up to something, and opt to watch from a distance. Thank you very much. It needs some organisation, and you're going to need public liability insurance for anyone coming onto your land anyway. Explain fully what you're doing, and it should be okay. The mix and match approach gives you a level of flexibility, and you should be able to control frequency and length to suit your own needs and preferences. There are many ways of doing this, doing something similar, or doing something completely different. There are so many things going on in the alpaca world, so please let me know what you do, or have ideas about developing, and as part of the alpaca tribe we can learn from each other. Remember, everyone ought to have alpacas in their life. Share the goodness. Thanks for being here and see you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington.